Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Marine on a tangent. Time of the week of it, poor G Radio. Good God! I got to reset <laughs> K Dub's name, by the way. Yeah, he didn't show he up. Didn't, he didn't show. He told me last night we were playing Halo, and he's like, "Does that mean my name gets reset to to gibberish?" I was like, "Yep." He's like, "But I made it three weeks." I'm like, "Well, make it three more weeks, and your name will go back to normal." Sixty-two episodes, and you can com- you say you made three <laughs> consecutive. <laughs> You're nothing to me. You're nothing to me. So, but this is episode 362 for November 17th. It's almost over, guys. It's almost over. Almost. We can almost get in underneath the blanket and play some games. And then February happens. <sighs> God, February. I don't want to talk about February, <laughs> Drew. Yeah, I know. Just shut up. Uh, I got two months to play a bunch of games, and it's awesome. But uh, with us, we have the Wombat. Hi. And don't tune out yet, because Jason's coming. Wait a minute, why'd you say don't tune out yet after my name? Mm. I could have waited. It. Hey, hey. Fifth. <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> Fifth. <laughs> uh, we got Drew. Hey. And joining us for the first time, we have our new friend, Justin. Oh my, hello. Other Justin. Yes, I'm the I'm Justin number two. We call you ooh, gross. We call you new Justin. <laughs> so, I'm okay with that. Question. Yes. How big are your feet? <laughs> Not that big. Oh no. It, it must be if you get named Justin, your feet just don't grow. Yeah. Well, they're not tiny. They're they're medium size. Okay. Now, Justin, you are Italian, right? Yes. Uh, there Sicilian. you go. It, it's, Another Italian, Justin. Exactly. It has to be the feet with the Italian thing. Another Italian Justin with slightly bigger feet? What do we need the other one for? I don't know. Let's just let's just forget he exists. Looking at my feet, it looks like a hobbit's foot. Is that good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's that hairy, I think you might need to go see a doctor. <laughs> already um, feel already feel at home here. See, you should. This is the kind of things we do. Scary. Oh, it is scary. But let's talk about video games. Okay. The ones we can talk about, because for some reason there's still games we can't talk about one yep. day before they come out. Yep. yep. That's lame. That's lame. I wish they'd get rid of embargoes. <sighs> embargoes are good for one thing, and that's just to make sure that everybody re- you know releases their review at the On same track. time. But I still think Monday should be the embargo day. You know, the day before. I agree. So, and then if you know if a game's embargo is midnight on Tuesday, that it's not good, and I'm I'm still with Drew. Like if 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 you don't you know if you don't want to pre don't pre order game. I mean, and the thing is is okay if you don't go digital, you can still pre order it, put five bucks down, and then wait 
and that way at least you know, okay, I got my because some people like to pre-order so they can know they can go into a store, grab their copy, no problem. You know, but you can still wait if it's like, oh man, this got three out of ten. I'm all fucking pre-order canceled. Yeah, it's, yeah, they hold it for what forty-eight hours, something like that. Yeah, so you're good. Yeah, just put your five bucks down and then wait for the reviews. I Sorry, know it's digital people, though. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm the same way. I'm excited. Like, I went and bought Drive Club. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, and then I traded in Drive Club. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. So did I. That game is yeah. That poor game. We'll talk about that game in the news because it's in the news. Cool. It's, it's still not Again? good news. Again? It's not good news. <laughs> so, it's typical, Well, you know what they say. It's typical no drive such club thing news. as bad publicity. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about Last that. I don't know about that. Maybe you should have talked to Drive Club. <laughs> or Reddit. The first rule of Drive Club is don't talk about Drive Club. You really shouldn't. Uh, but anyway, I guess we'll talk to I would If there is not some hack and... St- I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. Um, if there is not some hack journalist website out there whose Drive Club review headline isn't the first rule of Drive Club is don't talk about Drive Club, I will be incredibly shocked. I'm sure that it's out there somewhere. Some way with Colonial Marines is game over, man, game over. Well, everybody was going to use the game over, man. That's why you didn't yeah. use the game over. That's, well, you kept saying, if you use it, I'll kill you. That's right. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I gotta think of something else. <laughs> Just right, Bill Paxton line. That's your, that's yeah, Bill line. Paxton line tagline. Bill Paxton line. <laughs> Bill Paxton said it. That's all you need. Or just Bill Paxton. I mean, do you need anything besides Bill Paxton? Tags line Bill Paxton. <laughs> Should have just had a picture of his face in the review that just said at the bottom, Bill Paxton. His yeah. face is Chet from Weird Science. <laughs> do you spit in this? <laughs> <laughs> As the big shit monster at the end. That's yeah. <laughs> God, nobody <laughs> listening to this show knows that movie. <laughs> Oh, weird Science, come on. Well, that was a, that's a good movie. That was a fun movie. It is, movie. but look how old that movie is, Drew. I think it's, about it's, the age group of our, you know, normal listeners. Hey, hey if, if they've watched Iron Man and they like Robert Downey Jr., they've definitely looked at IMDb and seen it. Hey, he's in Weird Science. I should watch that. He was in Weird Science. But that's the same yeah. thing as saying I watched Nicolas Cage and Face Off. He was in Racing <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> Hey, I'm from Arizona. <laughs> Who remembers Raising Arizona? I mean, I do. I do. See? I have it on Blu-ray. That's a great movie. It is. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> John Goodman's in it, and he eats cereal and smokes cigarettes. Come on, you got to rob diapers? Classic. <laughs> Classic. Oh, uh, anyway. So let's talk to Drew about Vigi Games. Okay. <laughs> Finally blow the lid open on Dragon Age. Just don't spoil uh, anything or Wombat will yeah, kill you. I, I literally will drive to Georgia and murder you. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I do want to bring up a pretty amazing set piece in that game. It has nothing to I do with the story. I'm okay. I think I'm okay with that. So we've all, we all know Dragon Age is kind of an open world game. Uh, it's huge. There's a ton of stuff in it. But there's like just to show you how really brilliant this game is, um, you know, like in in most games, it feels like many things are scripted. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can tell, you know, like this is a scripted cutscene. This is all scripted kind of thing. But the things that they do in Dragon Age is kind of dynamic, especially now that I've done multiple playthroughs, like starting over from the beginning. Um. Pretty much all like the requisition quests that you get 
are completely random. Like the first few are, are set because, oh, you can go in this little area, starting area and, and find the stuff. But once you get out into the wilderness, you just, they just give you random quests, which is really cool. But there was one set piece and it's completely optional. Uh, so like I said, if you go into the, the Inquisition, like the war room map, you can go to like Orlay or you can go to Ferelda and stuff like that. And, uh, you can send out troops or, you know, spies, whatever, uh, two different areas. Uh, and most of the time it's just, you've completed this quest. Instead of you going there and doing it, you can send out some guys to do it for you. It takes a little bit of time and it's real time. So it might be like 15 minutes and you come back 15 minutes later and it says, we've done this. Here's your reward and, and stuff like that. But there's other ones that will actually unlock new areas. And these new areas are completely optional too. And there's one area in particular. Um, it's down toward the wilderness, down down the where basically where Flemeth used to live. Uh, if you if you know Dragon Age, um, into kind of like uncharted areas, and it's in a swamp or a bog. And uh, you go there to rescue some people that are being held captive. And this is like a completely optional quest. You don't even have to do it. But it, it, it adds a new area. Um, now the area is not that big. It's not as big as like the hinterlands or something like that. Uh, but it's a relatively large area where you can run around and there's multiple quests that you can take on in that one area. And, uh, it needs to be said that the environments look freaking fantastic in this game. That they do. And, uh, yeah, when you arrive, it's like late at night. And it's like storming, like just fucking rain going everywhere. Wait a minute, is this the one where the the lightning hits? Yeah, I just went there uh, either yesterday or this morning. Scared the living shit out of it me. It strikes a couple of times. like two feet away from you. I'm like, yeah. damn! Every once in a while, lightning will just strike, and it scares. It's like wow, really loud, and it scares the hell out of you. But it's really atmospheric because this is kind of. It, it, it's not necessarily uncharted territory. There, there is. You know, there's a few buildings and stuff like that, but they're mainly just small shacks that people lived in. Um, but the entire place is overrun by the undead. And when you arrive, your scout's there, and he's like, we can't go any farther. Your scout's uh, a dude? No, that's a girl. Oh, okay. I was like... It's, it's, the, it's the dwarven woman. Yeah, you said he. I was like, wait, are there different ones? No, no. The scout's there. She's like, well, we can't go any farther. There's undead everywhere. And we don't even know where they're coming from. They just keep coming. So if you want to go ahead, go right ahead. But we're going to stay right here. <laughs> so you travel forward. And uh, you have to go through the swamp. Uh, but there's planks and stuff. Uh, and you eventually run into a guy who uh, you talk to for a little while. And when you, he ends the conversation with, by the way, don't get into the water. And I don't know what the hell that means. But when you start walking and you fall off a plank or something like that, and you splash into the water, the undead come up out of the water and start attacking you. And, I mean, they come in fucking droves. And um, but depending on the party members you have with you, uh, some dialogue, you know, like small little banter while you're running around will, will happen. And I had Cassandra with me, and I had Varric with me. And they don't like each other too much. Never really have. And... uh I remember we were, I was running on the planks and stuff like that. And every time you, like, you splash into the water once, the fucking zombies just start coming. 
And Cassandra's like, Varric, would you please stop stepping in the water? And he said, it's kind of hard to. We're in a swamp. And it's like, it's small things like that. And I was like, that, you know, it's fucking raining. It's, it's like in like, the, you know, there's fires in the background and stuff like that. And like just the whole atmosphere was just fantastic. I was like, this is so cool. And it's, it's something that you wouldn't experience any other area in this game. And the crazy thing is that is completely optional. That entire area is completely optional. You don't even have to go there. Dang. And it's it, and that's just one instance in Dragon Age. That game, man. That game is fucking amazing. The game is too big. <laughs> it could possibly be too big. It's so like I feel I sit down to play and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna dive maybe two, three hours into this, and then two or three hours pass, I feel like I've done nothing. You just scratched yourself. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll go around my base and do some training or talk to some people or, you know, craft some armor, do some weapon stuff, and then it's like, well, why don't we go do a mission? Well, I've already been doing this for an hour and a half. <laughs> so now I go I gotta, do, yeah, I go do like two quests, and I'm like, yeah, I need to quit because I'm. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> uh, no more Dragon Age. I have a question though for you guys. Okay. Because I saw somebody mention it. You know, there's a jump button now. Yep. Yeah. As I saw in the trial version, which I'm so sad it just isn't the full version, but soon. Um, but I saw a couple people mentioning, like they, the, like they actually are saying, "Hey, yeah, you have the mechanic for a jump. Doesn't mean you should add fucking jumping puzzles." Anybody can elaborate on that yet, or no? I haven't seen any jumping puzzles. I'm, I'm not, no, I mean, besides you know, staying on the planks, you have to jump plank to plank and stuff like that. Unless you want to fight a bunch of zombies, I guess that's how big this game truly is. I, that may very well be true. Um, Later on, there's like an Indiana Jones style puzzle <laughs> where you got to step on the word Jehovah or something. <laughs> Jehovah starts with an I. Damn it! In the Latin alphabet, Jehovah starts with an I. You chose poorly. <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, God, that game is amazing. It is. It's it, really, yeah. really good. It really is. I, I, I would go as far as to say that even, uh, casual RPG players would get into this, I think. It, it's, it's easy it, enough. It's accessible enough. You know, you don't have to be a hardcore stat tracking RPG player to. No, it's got auto levels, it's got an easy difficulty. Yeah, all that stuff's there. You can just go into yeah, the story well. if you want to. Yeah, I mean that's that's the great thing about it, and the story's great. It's huge. It's huge. I think and Wombat is is just totally just not listening. All no, of the dragon. I'm not going to talk to any of you because you're talking <laughs> too much about it. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, well we'll move on from Dragon Age. Yep. We've probably lots touched of, on lots of other games you can talk about. We've probably touched about on about point zero one percent of the game. If that makes you feel any better. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's point zero one of the game that I won't get to experience fresh because you guys can't keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> All right, let's talk about another game. What Destiny. Else did you play? <laughs> We're not fucking talking about Destiny. <laughs> you know what? You're alone to today. You're I know. A, I am you're alone. alone today, bitch. I am. Yep. Go grind your stupid hats. I played four hours and I got a hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, just hats are totally in Destiny. Okay, okay helmet. Helmet, yeah. <laughs> helmet head. You put it on your head, it's a hat. <sighs> you know, you know. I just want to say, I would totally get the whole, you know, grinding for better gear 
if their system wasn't so fucked. But, I mean, I don't know. To me, when I have Diablo on one hand and Destiny on another, I play Diablo for 30 minutes. I'm like, look at all this cool shit I got. I play Destiny for 30 minutes. It's like, oh, fuck, why did I even start? I don't have anything new. Like, you know, it's just they need to edit some stuff. But I liked the core game of that, but that's just another whole topic. I'll just shut up. (laughs) Have they roped themselves into a corner with that game, with the level system? Probably. Can you, I mean, can you even at this point cap the regular level any higher than 20? Oh, no, they wouldn't even do that. What they would do, what, what, what they're going to do, I guarantee it, is when the expansion comes out, they're going to say, okay, the, you got the expansion. Now you have the availability to acquire these new pieces of gear that will raise your level even more. Yeah, your light level, right? But you, but you, but you're going to have to grind to get those now. Just like how you grinded to get to, get gear to get to level 30. So, I mean, What's the point in playing the new story that they put out then? Because you're not going to gain level. You're just going to maybe gain some gear. It, it's and a couple paragraphs. It's new. It, it, see, that's the thing about Destiny, and I know a lot of people that, that don't play it a lot, um, is that you are you have to do the same things. You know, like you're going to do the same story missions because you have to do a daily story mission, or you're going to have to do the same strike because of the weekly strike. Just giving us new content so we don't have to do the same shit over and over again is a fucking godsend. I guess. Yeah, I, but, I but won't you get done? Won't you get done with it in like four hours and then be repeating it all again? Yeah, it'll yeah. be what, like four hours of looping content, and then you do it again. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's I think, the big thing. See, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine, and, and he enjoyed Destiny to an extent too, like I did. But what I what we were thinking is that we think the biggest issue with the game and you know, the people, the backlash on it is that what they were advertising it is wasn't really, I think, what we got. And I mean, for people that like grinding and, and like replaying their games to get better loot on it, like that, I mean, that makes sense. People do enjoy that, but I, they, they aimed it at like this epic story and epic, you know, characters. And it's like none of that is no, there. It's, 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 if they would have came out, like if they would have said, we're looking to make a first person game where you can play with your friends and, and get loot and just keep, you know, trying to get better loot and, and stuff like that. Like, you know, maybe that wouldn't have had such a backlash, but just the way they advertised it and how they talked about it for years, they just went the wrong direction. And that's, I, I guarantee that's why people are just so jaded about it because it's, it's really nothing. I mean, I still, I kept looking at the back of the box. I'm like, it says a fucking rich story. There's nothing rich about this story. Like, I bet you Dragon Age doesn't even say that on the back of its box. And it, Bungie got oh, rich right in that story. Oh, That's yeah. true. You know, it's like, I bet you look at Dragon Age. I don't know what Dragon Age's box says, but I, you know, I don't know if it says rich story or what it says on there, but God, Lord knows Dragon Age time. deserves it. Yeah. It hey, we don't time. care. You're going to love this shit anyway. But <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I just think the biggest thing is false advertising and misdirected advertising and, and what they were promoting the game to be. Cause if they would have told me, oh, it's a repeti- repetitious grind fest. You know, there's people that love that shit, just like people like Dynasty Warriors and and all that. But you're hey. you were you're getting people that are catering. <laughs> I like Dynasty Warriors. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, so it is yeah. a repetitious grind fest, though. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah. mom's a repetitious grind you know, fest. Yeah, I mean, we'd never do that. Everybody in my work, I work in an aisle that has six people in it. Every single person in there owns Destiny or owned Destiny. But one day, one guy came in and he goes, "That's it. I'm fucking done." And I was like, "What's the matter?" I played for four hours. I got something. It's not even for my character class. Fuck this game. Yeah. 
And everybody has pretty much everybody took traded it in already. They're like, I'm done. I can't. I don't have the time for this minimal uh, rewards for my long term game. You know, time. And I was like, Yeah, makes sense. Truth be told, we have not not talked about Destiny since that game came out. <laughs> I know. I swear I know. to God, every week it is the new two right. worlds. It is yeah, the new two worlds. Two except worlds. I don't know. I think I enjoyed two worlds more. Oh my yes. God! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> don't. Don't even start to hate on Two Worlds. Uh, two Worlds, there's <laughs> something special for Seuss, indeed. But you know, I truth be told, the the story didn't. I didn't give a shit about the story whenever I first played the game. You know, I was like, oh, it's a cutscene that I can't skip. I mean, I mean, because I mean, truth be told, I, didn't, I just didn't care. Um, it, it's. <sighs> You still can't skip them after you play them either. Yeah, yeah, that's the fucking annoying thing. You know, most of the time we quit. Usually the cutscene happens after the mission, which mm-hmm. once we finish the mission, we just quit back, go to the orbit, and then we'll have to watch, watch the cutscene. But the, it's, it's, it's a hard game to describe as far as my enjoyment of it. I think it has a lot to do with I'm playing with my friends, you know, yeah. and, and the, the co-op part of that game is great. I, I think I think um, you know, especially when you take on the raid, that was it. Because uh, truth be told, I was I was playing the game, kind of going through the motions, until I finally did the raid, and that was when my eyes kind of opened up to it. I was like, okay, this is, you know, it takes a, thinking, coordination, and skill to to complete this raid, and uh, it that the raid is unlike anything else in that game. And it, it and that's and what it, benefits from it. But it's also locked behind having to be at a certain level, which I think is also kind of like some people aren't even going to. I never even got to the level to get to the raid because I was like, "F this!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, it got to the point where I was like, "I'm tired of grinding, and I can't even do the raid. I'm well, done." Well, I mean, other MMOs do that. I mean, World of Warcraft does that. You yeah, know? but guess what? World of Warcraft has a huge world to explore with endless content, pretty much. Destiny's like, you got five locations and four missions. Go. You know, I mean, there's a di- there's a clear difference in that. Like the, you know, that's the thing I think is another big folly is they're promoting it like it's an MMO, but it's not nearly as vast as any MMO I've ever played. And I don't play a ton, but I've played Lord of the Rings. I've played WoW. Uh, I've played a few different, you know, the Secret World. I've dabbled in them, and there's more content in those games than Destiny can fart. Like it's just there's just. <laughs> It's just, and I don't see the, you know, other than a few of the events and stuff, I see no reason that game has to be always online. Like, to me, Borderlands beats Destiny by a long shot, and that's sad to me, because all Destiny, in my opinion, had to do was copy somewhat of Borderlands' style of, you know, their mission progression, etc., and then add, like, maybe the whole multiplayer huge aspect, you know, online aspect, and it'd be golden, but instead you get this barely ever getting good shit and then locking all their stuff to a high level area like you said you get to do stuff in those raids because i've watched videos and i've talked to people about it and yeah those things look awesome but it's like i never even got to experience it because i just couldn't i couldn't put up with it after beating the game through the campaign which who knows what the fuck was happening with fighting three ass big ass giant statues but whatever you know that i think that is the biggest misconception about this game is that everybody compares this to Borderlands <clears throat> and I understand the comparisons it's a first person shooter RPG and it, that is a fair assessment but at the same time Borderlands if you had to compare it to something is more like Diablo which is 
primarily a single player game. It can be it, it can be fun playing single player. While Destiny is more like into World of Warcraft, where playing with other people is kind of a necessity. And and I, mean, I, they, I would agree. I would agree completely with that. But it still doesn't doesn't excuse its lack of, of content and world to explore, et cetera. Like it's just. So I mean, yeah, that even basic. gets on that even gets on our nerves. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, you have what is one, two, three, four, five, six. Give him a there's, second. He's from Georgia. He's got to take six, off his shoes. <laughs> there's six strikes. Thank you. <laughs> in the game, and. I mean, you know, you have to, you have a strike playlist. Well, when you only have six, you're eventually going to redo the same one. Yeah. I mean, and, you're- I mean, that's, that's the thing. And, and, and even like me and Dave and everybody else were like, God, we're doing this fucking strike again. And it's just, yes, that game doesn't have enough content to keep a lot of people interested. For some reason, me and Dave kind of got hooked on it. It's and like you know, drugs. I think, well, I mean, it, the thing They're bad it, for you, but you're still going to keep doing them. Yeah, the, the core gameplay I think is very well made. Yes, and, and I agree and, with that. And I think I think that's one of the reasons why we keep going back to it. You know, it's I don't know it, that. I mean, like I said, every time we talk about Destiny, I I don't know what to say about Destiny because it's it's one of those games where I mean, it's there's always something to do in it, even though it may be something you've kind of already done before. You know, like there's always a daily to do or you know there's always a weekly to do every week or you know you can coordinate with a bunch of people doing the raid again you know and i mean i still haven't received everything i can from the raid yeah um i haven't hit level 30 in order for me to get level 30 i have to equip raid gear and right now i only have one piece of raid gear so it's (sighs) I have a buddy that's huge into Destiny. Like, he's absolutely positive huge. And I was sitting in Subway with, uh, with some friends, and he comes walking in. And, and, he go, and he comes by, and he's like, hey, mister, I thought you were going to play Destiny. And I was like, yeah, when it didn't suck. And then he got so mad. And he's, like, it he's like, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. And I was just like, and then, you know, I, I was like egging him on for a while. And then I was like, okay, dude, it, it, I enjoyed it. It didn't suck, but it's got problems. Yeah, it does. I people can't people that, who but. play that game are real defensive about it. I think I the know. only thing I can say about Destiny is that I loved every minute that I played of it, but I have not gone back to it in um, a month. Did you finish the, the, the main story campaign? No. no? Okay. Not much I'm to like level to 17. That. Yeah, there's not much to drive you to do that. It's it's I think that I think too for me personally it's just one of those things that I think the world they made and what they've got going on is 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 pretty bold and I like what they have but it's just like a big tease the whole thing for me it's like you you know you, you've got these worlds and it's like you want to explore but you're you're limited to what you can explore and well, yeah and, I mean that- and you have these characters they introduce and and you're limited to knowing jack shit about them and it's like I, it's a world that I think they could build up but you know I might as well wait for fucking Destiny four. When they finally have got all their ducks in a row, where I can just go through all the whole every iteration and get my fill instead of waiting, you know, ten years as they're planning out. So, yeah, that that even even in the the loot aspect of it is that like you know you can only have one exotic armor piece equipped at a time and only one mm-hmm. weapon or exotic weapon equipped at a time, and that uh, that that is exactly w- what separates like I keep going back to Diablo or Borderlands is that. 
in Borderlands and Diablo, they want you to be a fucking badass. Equip yeah. whatever the hell you want. Be this badass guy who can't be killed. While in Destiny, they kind of piecemeal that stuff out to you. No, you can't. You can't have the best armor on. Well, I don't like have... my game to tell me what I can and can I do, Drew. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> then nobody puts Destiny. me in a corner. That's right. Nobody puts me in the corner. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. <laughs> so yeah, that's. All right, let's it's, let's it's, yeah, yeah, let's move away from <laughs> every time. Yeah, man. Jesus. Every time, let's talk about the new games. Okay, I haven't played any other new All games. Right, we can't well, talk about them. That's true. There's a lot of them we can't talk about. Well, let's let's. Okay, do you what are you playing this week, Drew? Far Cry. Yeah, I'm planning on buying Far Cry. Okay, well, we'll talk about Far Cry next I, week. There is one other game I forgot to mention. Okay, let's talk about that. Oh yeah. Okay, Sunset Overdrive. Oh, that's oh, a good game. I, I just put up my review today. I jumped into a little bit more of that game, and like a lot of people who talk about that game said that they didn't like it to begin with, and then around the three-hour mark, it kind of clicks for you. It's the Air Dash. It's totally the Air Dash. I haven't even got the Air Dash yet. Okay, well then, you need to get that. That's that's the big one. But it kind of clicked for me, especially whenever I got the – when you bounce, you can do the super jump thing. Oh, yes. That was when I was like, okay. All right, now I can traverse a little bit easier because most of the time I would bounce off something and then miss a rail because I w- I didn't jump far enough or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's uh, like uh, as far as the story goes. I'm like I-, I talked to a bunch of preppy kids who wouldn't get off their phones. And oh, that's the first. Yeah, that's the first uh, click. I um, they're working on making me a propeller now. And that that's as far as I've got. So You're it's not almost about to get to the first boss, which is fantastic. Yeah, okay. that boss is pretty awesome. And once because, seriously, once you get the air dash, totally changes the the dynamic of that world. Yeah. Am I close to getting the air dash? Yes. Very okay. Close. Yeah. I mean, because then you're then you're basically you're bouncing, you're leaping off, you're grinding, you're leaping in the air to go to something, and normally you wouldn't be able to make it, but now you air dash, and now you've made it, and it's like almost everything can now kind of sort of connect. Yeah. That was the great thing was like because I was playing and a friend of mine was over and he wanted to see Sunset Overdrive. So I showed it to him and I was doing a mission where I had to cross the water. And I was like, well, fuck, this is going to be a nightmare. I was like, first off, I don't know if he can swim. He can swim. Yes. And but then I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, you're supposed to move fast and you're supposed to go through the air. And if I land in the fucking water, it's going to be slow and, and, and boring. You can glide on the water. And that's what I found out. I said, oh, hit X to glide on water. So I was basically just running on water. And I was like, okay. That's pretty they've, awesome. They've done some pretty cool stuff. That's when the, that's when the guy goes, thank you, text guy, because that's the text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so many um, like fourth wall breaking jokes. In that oh, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's I great. love that stuff. Yeah. Um, it gets better yeah. as it goes on, especially the ending. The ending is it's fantastic. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying that. I, here, I do have one question about the Xbox One. The batteries. How long does that batteries the batteries last for the Xbox One controller? You talking about the battery pack? No, no. I just have batteries that came. Oh, with they it. last a decent amount of time. Yeah, I'd say they last longer than the PS. The PS4 control charge is terrible. Yeah, it's not as bad as the Wii U, but it's pretty bad. But oh, the but Xbox, yeah, if you get the Pro controller for the Wii U. The that's Pro, holy the, the Pro crap. controller holds like eighty hours. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, it's, like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, is, it, is, it, is it just infinite? <laughs> I know I've had to charge that thing like four times since I bought yeah, my Wii U. It's ridiculous how it's, well that, that controller is. Oh my god, that is the best controller for charge. 
On I, I have charging stations for everything, so I don't worry about it. But same here. Yeah, the 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 pro controller. I don't even need a charging station for that. Fucker just sits there. I wish I wish they would have gave you know just a, a a fucking charger for the Xbox One instead of giving me fucking batteries. I know that was a little bit of a yeah, but I mean it's just a micro USB cable. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the PS4. Yeah, but I mean I got to buy the battery pack and shit like that yeah, too. Instead, yeah. of can- instead of the recharge automatic, yeah. That's why yeah. I bought. I I went out and spent twenty bucks on an Energizer two controller power pack. And it, it puts two rechargeable batteries in it. It's got a stand. You plug it in. I just throw my controller back on there. I never run out of power. So you don't need a battery pack. You just get the – they just give batter- you a recharge. There's two battery packs in the, the Energizer kit. Okay. Yeah, and and just, they, they're made specifically them. for the Xbox One? Yes. Okay. That's what I – I have one of those for my PS4 and for my Xbox One. I just plug them on there when I'm done playing. I never have to worry about charging controllers. Now, you know what I want to add on about the whole Xbox? Because this is something new for me since – since I had recently gotten the white Xbox as well, so now I have two. And people were like, why did you get two? And I'm like, well, hate to say it, but I edit videos a lot and I'm moving my systems around all the time. I'm lazy. And I wanted one in the living room and one in the bedroom. <laughs> so so but let me say, though, I think it's freaking amazing how I can play like Sunset Overdrive in my living room. You know, stop, go to the bedroom, pop it in. It syncs up almost in like three seconds, and I've got my save file now on that system too. Can continue right yeah. where I was. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah, I learned the downside of no cloud saves this week. Because <laughs> the Nintendo <laughs> Wii U doesn't have cloud saves. Uh, oh, here's the uh, worst part. So I have an external drive. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, my son managed to get into the back end of the Wii U when I went to the grocery store. I let him play. Mario Kart while I went to the grocery store (laughs) and he got into the back end and I'm on my way home from the grocery store my wife calls me she's like there's something wrong with your Wii U and I said what's wrong with it she's like it's on a screen that says sync the controller I'm like okay so he unpaired the controller no big deal I'll go home and fix it so I come home sync the controller it says hey choose your language (laughs) (laughs) and I was like that sounds like a system restore that's not good right and I'm like, okay, well, everything's on the external hard drive. No big deal, right? All my saves, all my games are on the external hard drive. So I reset up the Wii U. Doesn't load anything. I'm like, okay. So I go into the memory. It's like, oh, yeah, that hard drive you got attached. It's not designed for this Wii U because, you know, it's got a system reset. So everything on that hard drive is no good. Oh, Yikes. my God. So how, my- how many hours did you put into uh, Zelda? <sighs> I had 20 hours in Hyrule Warriors. I had over 250 hours of Mario Kart. Oh, well, that... <laughs> yeah, most of that's him. Yeah. yeah. I, I sat down and unlocked everything again in Mario Kart 8 this weekend. Took me about five hours, I think. So um, so what did he do? Go on some special course that took him to the back end of the Wii U My son and... really likes settings. Ah. He has a 2DS and he's constantly resetting it, which I don't care. That's his. Yeah. If he wants to reset his games, I don't care. But he's always like, can I play settings? I'm like, it's not a game! <laughs> How old like, is your son? He's four. <laughs> he just, he's always like, uh, can I play this game? He's like, Nintendo. And I disabled the Wi-Fi because the last thing I want him doing is searching Buying YouTube. Buying shit. <laughs> well, he can't yeah. buy anything. There's no credit card on there. But I don't yeah. want him searching YouTube and the internet on his yeah. 2DS. You, know, you never know what you're going to come across. So I've disabled the Wi-Fi, so he's always like, oh, what's Nintendo Zone? I'm like, you can't play it. It's online. 
This this is all very good for me to know since my daughter's only seven months old. Oh, it'll idea. get there. So it'll get there. <laughs> no, it'll get there. Oh, it's rough. Exactly. <laughs> That's almost as bad as the time I let, when I was a kid and I let my niece play Super Mario World and I had you know all 120 stars and special road and all that stuff unlocked and I come in and it said zero. Yeah, my did son. Did I did. My son, when he was about two and a half, um, I had a, a save on Super Mario World. Same deal. It was the save that my brother and I did when the game first came out. Uh. Um, that had everything, Star Road, all that. And my son, I uh, was letting him play it, picked it up, and completely hit the uh, delete file thing and straight <laughs> deleted it right in front of my eyes. Gamer problems. First world yeah. gamer problems. Oh my God. That's right. I, I'll tell you something <laughs> even fucking crazier. <clears throat> so, you know, Matt and I do Phoenix Down. Uh, before that, we were doing the Zombie Frog Game Club, and we did Persona 3. For the game club, and uh, I was playing Persona Three in my my bedroom, and I bet you were. Yeah, why? <laughs> I swear to God, it couldn't have happened at a, the the most the best time for it to happen. The power went off as I was saving. Oh, oh. <laughs> and I was uh. like, what? I was like, what the fuck just happened? And Alan, my old roommate, I could hear him running back to the back bedroom to. And he started opening up the fuse box. And he, he was like kicking on breakers and shit like that. And I was like, Alan, what'd you do? He's like, nothing. I'm like, bullshit. What are you doing back here in the fucking with the breaker box? And he's like, I plugged up too many things in the, uh, in the kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and so we turned it back on. I was like, my 30 hour save of Persona 3 is gone. <laughs> That's Alan, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> you know, it, it's not so bad. As I played through Mario Kart again, I realized that those games are fantastic. So, playing through Hyrule Warriors again, not the most painful thing I'm going to have to do. Yeah. So, although I well, did I mean, lose... I mean, you're just basically hitting A, right? Just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Well, waiting <laughs> through the fog, you know. <laughs> uh, Super Mario. in Hyrule? Sometimes. Because, you know, ancient China was... Full of it. <laughs> ancient Chinese secret, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, no, but anyway. I, uh, Super Mario 3D World is going to be the one that's going to take me a while. That game, man. I spent a lot of time unlocking all that stuff. But anyway. So, what else? Anything else, Drew, before we move on? Because after this, we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed, I'm sure. Yeah. No, no I, I think that's pretty much it. A lot of Dragon Age getting ready for Finks Down. Yeah. I've got my class and, and my, and my race. Yeah, yeah. yeah boy. Just did the yeah, boy. So, you don't yeah, know um, that in, in private, Drew wears a giant clock around his neck. I do. His gold I give teeth. him mad props. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> flavor, flavor. All right, well, while we're transitioning, we can welcome flavor, in the, the real star of the N4G podcast. Yeah. Jason. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to go to me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, GamCon? Greetings, programs. Every time. Even if it's an hour into the show, he'll still say it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's talk to our new friend, which, by the way, Jason, this is our new friend. His name is also Justin. He's also Italian, and his feet are not that large. Yeah. But bigger than Killer Wolverine. Yes, they're bigger than Killer Wolverine. Presumably. What's up? Chicken. Greetings. I don't (laughs) know. 
<laughs> Did he hear you? <laughs> anyway, so let's talk to our new friend, because I know he probably has to jump off sooner than the rest of us. Yeah, actually, I actually have to jump off soon here. Okay, well, let's talk about what you have been playing. Well, uh, obviously, I've been playing, um, well, Assassin's Creed, Unity, and Rogue. Those are two games. Those are two games. And Sonic Boom. Oh, you know, I have a package coming from Sega on Tuesday. I hope to God it's not that, but I think that's what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, what, what do you, what do you want to know? I mean, you, you've been playing Unity, too, I have played, so. Yeah, I've played about six hours of Unity, and I've got about maybe two hours into Rogue, and I hear that I need to finish Rogue because it ties into Unity. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too, and... It's interesting though. It's interesting about Unity though because I, I've I've seen you know sans all the glitches and the performance issues, it seems there, there for the most part there's people with the two mentalities. There's people that really love Black Flag and like the series as it kind of went like that route, which isn't so much about assassinations and the Templars, no, no. so to speak. And then you've got these people that really liked Ed, uh, Ez, uh, Ezio's story and kind of the, the setting and the Templar stuff. And I've seen from forums, it seems like a lot of people that tend to prefer, you know, the earlier games like Unity more than they did like if they if they versus if they loved Black Flag, which is, I mean, for me, I've liked them kind of all. Uh, they all have their Same problems. Here. They've all have their problems. They all have issues, but I've kind of enjoyed all of them regardless. So I can't really speak on that. But you can. You liked two in Brotherhood, didn't you? Love two in Brotherhood. Yeah, but you're not digging. Re- Revelations kind of you know petered out for me. Like I, I I liked it at the beginning, but then it just kind of seemed to drag on. Like I felt Ezio's story. Did you finish Revelations? No, I never finished Revelations. Oh, it ends the best. I know, the, I know. It's... That game has the best ending sequence of any of the games. Oh, period. no. Yeah, I, 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 totally, I totally feel that some of these games towards the end, like I've heard that Assassin's Creed 3 gets really good towards the end. I, I loved Assassin's Creed 3. But I know the, that puts me in the minority. The but... beginning of Assassin's Creed 3 is so boring. It is. No, it is. It oh, is. My, it's so hard to get through... The hard parts to get yeah. the stuff. I played a good amount of Assassin's Creed 3 because I had to review it and I didn't. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, this is an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, it is technically good, but at the same time, I, it does not appeal to me at Did all. Did you finish it though? No. And that's uh, the problem. That's a, yeah. That's, yeah, you gotta finish it. Like that, that game and Revelations both, you have to finish because they get really good towards the end. So now, what I, Oh, go ahead, Drew. I was just going to ask: Was did three? Was that the ending for Desmond? Yes, yes. Of, yeah, of, well, like, of his saga or whatever. Yes. Yeah, okay. He's they, still mentioned in other games. They but... visited in four and kind of explained a little more about what happened. But yeah, that's really now. It. Now here's the thing: I don't, I don't like about Unity. Like again, sans graphical crap and all that, is that I really feel like they don't know what the fuck they want to do with the modern stuff because. To me, it feels like they almost just were like, you know what? Modern stuff is almost completely gone. I mean, the, I think the Black Flag and the Rogue way of doing the whole tester thing was pretty cool, different, not that intrusive. And, you know, gave you some more info and whatnot, and depending if you explored. But Unity, it's just like cutscenes and the interaction you use with your system. And that's it. Like, 
That, and, and the thing is, is <coughs> if, if you're looking at this as, as a new start to the series, as they kind of were saying, like, this is a new trilogy or a new, new kind of storyline, continuing the storyline, but like it's new own contained thing. They didn't really progress the main, like the modern story at all, hardly at all. Like, well, like I, think you that, could... I think that might also go back to what they're saying with you need to finish Rogue. Before you start. Well, I already know the twist yeah. with Rogue. Yeah. Uh, nah, nah, I already nah, nah. know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Keep I'm, it not a... it. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not going to say it. I'm sh- <laughs> but what I actually, close. what I do like about Rogue though, is that it ties into three. It ties into three heavily. and to four, big yeah. time. Yeah. Like when I was back at the awesome. homestead, I was like, "Holy shit!" And it's that guy. And it's yeah. that guy. And I was like, I didn't beat Black Flag. I got to go back to that before I continue Rogue. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, like when they mention yeah. the, the Kenway line and, you know, talk about Connor when they're sailing around. I'm like, oh, that yeah. is so awesome. <laughs> well, you got to remember, I mean, this is this is really, even though chronologically it's not in terms of when it came out, this is really sort of the Empire Strikes Back of the Kenway games. This yeah. is the second <clears throat> the story. So it kind of had to tie both those together, and I can't help but feel a little, you know, good that it's a it's an Irishman for the first oh, yeah, time. It's, you know? Yeah, it's definitely because definitely know, unique. We haven't been represented in the Assassin's Creed universe. He hasn't eaten any potatoes yet. That I've no, seen. he hasn't. I was shocked. I figured now, he'd just funny. have a sack over his shoulder at all times. <laughs> because I've heard that Rogue main story is kind of short, as we were kind of discussing before it's the only podcast. Got six sequences, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like six sequences with like three or four missions each, where it's like eight Black, hours. Yeah, Black eight Flag hours is, is like oh my thirteen God. or fifteen mission uh, sequences with like five six missions per. But the thing is, is though I hear I hear Rogue's map is like bigger than Black Flag. So if you want to do the side quests and yeah, all, you don't, do you everything, even, it's huge. If you mainline the story, you will miss about sixty percent of the map. Yeah, yeah. Damn. that's crazy. I so. mean, I get it. I mean, I mean, I get it. I guess because maybe this was like a, in a kind of like a, I don't know if I'd say lower budget, but side to their. It, it felt know. like we we took four and we put it in a new environment and we kind of reused a lot of assets because that game plays identical to four. One hundred percent, just yeah. like it. It's That's ev- not a bad thing. Everything, no. even the collectibles and everything, or the sea shanties. And you interface yeah, everything. Yeah, everything so, is four, and that's fine. That that four was a great game. Yeah, and you know, honestly, I have four on the PS4, and having come off of Unity, which graphically with its lighting and stuff looks excellent, but when I, I was worried how I was going to feel that Rogue's performance was when I popped it in, I was actually impressed. I'm playing it on PS3, and I was like, you know, this isn't bad at all. I can easily get right into this. Yeah, not it's, a big it's deal. A, it's a little rough around the edges. You can see the poor textures and and the, you know the stiff animations, but only yeah. because I've been playing Unity. And, yeah. and regardless of what I say about Unity, that game is fucking impressive technically. And, oh, yeah. Unless and you know when it's not chugging, when which I not fi- chugging. Yeah. when I figured out a way to clean that up. I mean, gra- the lighting in Unity is fantastic. I mean, there's times I'm just I come out of a, a room and it does that whole like you know the darkness, uh, I, you know lighting adjustment, like when you walk in a dark room or go from a dark room to a light room, like. You know, you come out of a dark room and then you, it, like, your eyes light up and then you're like, whoa, look at that building and look at the lighting and look how it's casted. And it's like, I mean, I'm not a graphics whore, but I, it, it's, it is impressive, Sans, even all the, the technical issues. I, I feel like they were like, we got to push this thing as much as possible, but they really need to pull back a little. And hopefully they do that with either patches or if they don't, for the next one, at least know to reel it in just a little bit. You know what's causing a lot of the frame rate issues, right? The NPCs, right? The online. 
Oh, yeah, take I heard your, about that, too. Take your Xbox offline. You will be shocked. Really? Yep. That's crazy. Why? Because it's... It's running it's, so many systems in the background. It's apps, running... All the, the app mic- stuff. The app stuff, the microtransactions, the Uplay crap. Uplay. It's the just, online functionality. If you Jesus just Christ. take, if you just turn, like uh, Xbox One, I don't know if PS4 has this, but Xbox One has an option in the network settings that just says go offline. And I mm-hmm. did that, and I played Unity Saturday night. Man, you want to talk about an improved frame rate? Yeah, that, there it is. Well, I mean, let's think about this here. First, you have your online function. So even if you're playing single player, you'll see like the online, you'll see like your, uh, in, in certain areas, you'll see characters pop up that you have on your friends list or in your Assassin's Creed club. So that's one aspect of it. Then you have your uh, initiate stuff with the chests and all that crap. Then you have your Uplay. Then you have your companion app shit chest running, you know, all that stuff running together. I guess I could see how that could cause a problem. Yep. It just, it just, lags it down for some weird reason. When I turned it yeah. off, it ran so much smoother. It's weird. Now, so let now me it's ask also, you guys. Oh, go ahead. Real quick. Is it is it worth buying? If you're is an Unity a, worth buying? If you're an AC fan, and, and I know Justin mentioned earlier that I wasn't a big fan, the more I play it, the more I really appreciate what it's doing. Like the assassinations that you can do in that game oh, yeah. give you so many options to kill yeah. the dude. It's, and there's way more enemies too. Yeah, it's incredibly awesome to do. And the tailing missions now, like if they see you or you lose them, you just pick it up. You don't fail. Yeah. Which I thought was I mean, a really cool touch. They still have like, you know, the instant fail stuff in the game, but yeah. it's not for the tailing stuff, and let's be let's be frank here. Black Flag had too much fucking tailing. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. I think I did one main mission or maybe two in Unity that's tailing, and I hear Rogue has like none for the like supposedly for the main campaign. I don't know. I can't verify. But no, they one. really there's at least one. Okay, yeah, they really one. like tamed it down, so that's good. But like like Ken's saying, like yeah, you'll. Every time there's assassination, your guy gets up on top. He kind of does like a eagle eye view. He's like checking stuff out, and then it it zooms back out, and it's like, okay, there's two secret entrances. There's three different uh, distractions. There's a secret assassination uh, path, or you can do. There's a you know, there's this, 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 and there's fifty six guards here. So you know, then you could either go gung ho and you know ruin the, the run and. You get all 50-something guards coming after you, or you do it all stealthily. You get, like, you know, these people free from a cage, and they they come after those guys. And, you know, yeah, there's just lots of options and and ways to do it. Like, one of the assassination guys is in in the cathedral, and if you get in the confessional booth without anybody seeing you, he'll walk over there. You can literally kill him in the confessional booth. It's very reminiscent of, like, Hitman. Yeah, in that I mean, it's not as in depth. No, as no, no, no. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. It it's like they took the assassination of like mentions in the first game because the first game was all about that, and you could kind of right. really figure out how to do it. They kind of took that and put it into their you know their current their current version, you know, except way better. So and I mean, it's it's you can't speak highly enough about. The, the down free running either. Oh yeah, that uh, yeah. that dynamically changes that entire series and makes it hard to play the older ones now. Yeah, now the combat is definitely slower. It's heavier. Like you don't move as fast as like in Black Flag or Rogue. And there's and, no I instant mean, parry kills either. Yeah, so I mean you you get down when you get downed, you get down quick. Like you'll take a couple stabs and it's game over. You'll take two bullets and you're done. And they made it harder too. Like if somebody's shooting at you, you can't grab a shield anymore. Um, you have to literally when the icon flashes, you just have to roll so you mm. dodge it. So they. 
I and I believe that was due to make the challenge a bigger challenge because grabbing the human shields is a joke. It's like oh, hit the button. Well, black you know. flag difficulty wise is a joke anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. hard at all. Yeah, and and I don't think I don't think rogues hard at all either. No, I no, haven't. I've died same. like once in rogue so far. Yeah. So. But I mean, I mean, honestly, if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, it, it's it, it's. It, it it's something you need to play, and and I think you know Ken's experiencing kind of what I experienced because I'm not gonna lie. When I first put in Unity and I saw like the choppiness and I saw this, I was like, oh god, you know. And then and then about you know about three four missions in and doing more side stuff, I that stuff kind of I'm not gonna say it disappeared, but I kind of got adjusted to it, and then I started actually just getting into the actual game and it's focusing on what it was doing, and I loved it. And then I I mean. I got hooked. I couldn't stop playing it, and I finished it, and and I played that game for at least thirty something hours, at I'll, least. I'll tell you, my turning point was the sewer mission. Okay. Yeah, I won't. I won't say anything about it, but just doing that sewer mission, I loved it. I and loved, it's a sewer mission. You yeah, I loved suck. being able to do all the different <laughs> stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, and it just it, like it clicked. That's when it clicked. I'm like, all right, I dig this game. It's all right. <laughs> But bad. I'm probably going to go back and finish Rogue first because it's short, yeah. and I hear it ties in really well to Unity and Four and all that stuff. So that's my goal. Yeah, I know so. you're playing Rogue, Wombat. I am. I am. I'm playing it for review, and um, people may say for review it's already out. Yeah, we got the review copy on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday morning when it came out. <laughs> um. And here's what's crazy to me. So all the giants stink, right, about Unity and how the, re- the review embargo was at noon on the day the game came out and they were trying to hide stuff and all that stuff. Why in the hell would you not send out review copies of this? I don't know. Everybody um, who's played it has really, really loved it's, it. It's very good. Like, that. that's the thing that drives me crazy is... They had two games coming out the same day. If you knew one of them was good, why the hell wouldn't you get review copies out to everybody so that you had good reviews hitting the same day? Um, yeah, I think it's just that next gen. Like they really were pushing. You know, like they wanted everybody. It's almost. I hate to say it, but it, nowadays it's almost like we don't care about PlayStation Three or Xbox Three Six. I mean, really, every game that has multiple versions. Do you see them sending out those versions? The old gen versions, not really. They're like. Has anybody no. even seen Dragon Age on the Xbox 360? Well, but I get it for that. That's a good it's question. The same game, right? Um, yeah. This is a completely different game. It is. And, um, and it's excellent. At least what I've played so far. I still got some a ways to go, but um, it, it's if you like Black Flag, um, you should play this game. Oh, agreed, one hundred percent. But it doesn't have that wow factor that the no, Unity has going for it. And that's right. I think that's where they 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 are putting their marketing into that. That's why. And you know, that, to me, I, I I see it like this. Ubisoft's like, you know, we don't want to forget everybody that has the old systems, so we're gonna be gracious and yeah, we're gonna give you this, but we're not gonna talk shit about it. And if you want it, go buy it. But hey, fucking go get a new system and play Unity. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, from a marketing standpoint, I guess I get it. But if if the whole reason for the delayed embargo on Unity was because they knew that it sucked, um, or at least I shouldn't say sucked, they knew that the performance sucked, mm-hmm. and they didn't want that to get out. Um, which I read a uh, thing online from a supposed uh, anonymous U- Ubisoft employee who said that everyone there knew 
that it was going to get crushed when it came out because they didn't have enough time to work on it and um they knew when they rolled it out that they didn't have time to fix the frame rate stuff or any of that Look, so let me, if you knew that you might let, as well let me, get some good press the same day you get bad press it's true let me give you uh, the thing is i don't know how well they all work together because with my experience dealing with ubisoft lately has been a fucking nightmare from not getting emails for when embargo is, from finding, trying to find out what's the difference between how come YouTube's and the streams go up this day, but what about the reviews? And it was a nightmare. I mean, literally, I had somebody having to ask me if I heard from one of their other people, which I was like, no, they've ignored me after three emails, and I'm done dealing with it, and then I get information from this, they're that person instead. So it's like, I don't know how they operate and whatever, but it's a nightmare, but like, for example, okay, so yeah, they didn't want reviews going out, right? So, we're, okay, you get that common sense because maybe they knew, okay, for anyone, it's not good. But then why let people stream it and put walkthroughs on YouTube that whole weekend prior? It, like, doesn't make any sense to you me. Can't, like, you can't see those performance issues as heavily on a Twitch stream. I mean, yeah, true. But but still, it's like you can still see problems in games, especially the NPCs like popping up and oh the yeah, really, but you know, uh, frame rate wise, times, yeah. How many times have we overlooked those? The glitches thing is just funny at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's all the animus. Even, it's not even <laughs> it's not even a big deal because I mean, come on. If if well, apparently somebody's drinking a little early today. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my frappuccino. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, come on. Some of the best games you've ever considered you played. You know any of the Elder Scrolls games? Yeah. Pretty much anything from Bethesda. <laughs> it's yeah. going to have a boatload of glitches, technical issues, yeah, yeah. technical <laughs> problems. But you still—they're still great games. So yeah. you you can get over them. The, the Unity stuff's just funny at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, Except the I was totally well. Yeah, the frame rate has yeah. been a little unfairly attacked. Then that being said, because yeah, Fallout Three was kind of a nightmare on. Consoles. No, 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 no. Fallout New Vegas. New Vegas is. Goddamn. Oh, that was even worse. Oh, my God. Three wasn't so bad on Xbox. If you played it on PS3, it was terrible. But yeah. well, look at Skyrim on the PS3. Still doesn't. Oh work, my right? God, that was oh, a damn nightmare. And they didn't. Trust and nobody me, cared that. about that. Like, no. and that's game breaking. Like Unity, as far as I've played, has nothing that would stop me from beating it. Well, most of it's those just, glitches are on PC anyway. Well, and see, that's different rigs handling different, you know, things differently, which is a whole new level of messed up crap, too. So it's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like I said, I kept feeling like, like jaded. Like, man, I see all these glitches and I played 30 hours and I didn't get any of this cool stuff. I'm jealous. <laughs> I want to see the faceless monsters. I want to have nightmare <laughs> fuel, you know, but I don't get that. But, um, but I got to get out of here, guys. I want to thank you for having me on here. Yeah, we'll have you back no on problem. again. Yeah, thanks oh, definitely. for coming on. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, check out Unity, I would say, Wombat, because if you're a fan, it's, it's gonna, still worth gonna it. You're going to dig it. You're going to yeah, dig it. Yeah, I'll end up buying it on Black Friday or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know me. 30 bucks? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. All right, guys, take care. See Enjoy you. the rest of the See podcast. You, take it easy. So, oh, yeah. the uh, but no, uh, Rogue, The um, really it really honestly is Black Flag 2. It um, is, 100%. And it, um, it, you know, it's got sailing missions. What I really like is they could have um, sort of done the easy way and just set it in the Caribbean again and just done something a little bit different, but they didn't. They changed it to the North Atlantic, um, and you've got, you know, icebergs and... You can't uh, swim. You can't swim. You oh, can. Really? Well, you can, swim. but you'll, you'll die. You'll start you'll to die. get 
like hypothermia. If, yeah, if you swim too long, you'll die. The screen starts to like frost over, and uh, I mean, which is realistic. We're talking, uh, you know, up in the eastern Canada here, so it's uh, it's definitely not the Caribbean. <laughs> um, but uh, the 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 boat controls basically exactly the same. You've got very similar upgrades. The um, the character plays very similarly, but um, I, it's really really good so far. And yeah, I love it. If if you're the type of person, it does a great job. Like uh, like was mentioned earlier, it does a great job of bridging three and four. Um, and if you're somebody like me who really liked those two games and really likes American history um, or you know southeastern Canada history, the uh, it does a it does a nice job of sort of getting you involved in events and tying the two games together. So um, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I, lo- I went out and bought it, and I'm not disappointed at all because I know I know it's coming to Xbox One and PS4. Oh, I'm sure, it will. but I know it's not coming till like April or May. Right, and I want to play it now. So is it full retail? Yeah, it's yep. it's a full on retail game. <laughs> but I don't, I don't see I anything wrong with that. It's just as big. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to be twenty five dollars on Black Friday at Walmart. What isn't going to be twenty five dollars at Black Friday? It's <laughs> true. There's like ten brand new games going to be twenty five dollars, and the thing about that is they're going to have like five copies of each. Yep. That's the problem is I'm not going to Black Friday Walmart. No, no, no. no you wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to be at Black Friday Walmart. All right. Um, the uh, I will say though, um, I'm also playing WWE, but I can't talk about it. So I should have uh, a review up for that. Pretty close to embargo, which is Tuesday, and um, I can talk about it next week on the podcast. All right. Anything else before we move on? Uh, no. That's really uh, that's really all I've been playing. I uh, I got to play these and get them reviewed before I can start on Dragon Age next week. All right. So hey, Jason. What's up? Oh, as I say, did you leave? All this talk about Assassin's Creed and Jason's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but now that you're here, you can tell us what you've been playing. It's, it's big time right now. Big time, huh? You cannot talk about Destiny. We already spent a half an hour on that damn game. Oh, good lord. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't talk about it then. But I did play it. Well, uh, that's a shock. Yeah. I played a couple other games this past week. I played uh, Steam World Dig. That's a great game. Yeah, I really like it. It um to me it really uh invokes the kind of the the nineteen eighties video game vibe, you know, like with like Dig Dug or uh Super Mario Brothers two where you would have you know, stages where you're basically digging and the stage layout is essentially uh vertically inclined, you know. <laughs> And, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome. I really like it. Um, I like how all the characters are robots basically and kind of takes place in like a futuristic dystopian future. And, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a solid title and it's, it's definitely worth the download, especially if you have a, uh, PlayStation plus. Let me That's, ask you uh, the most important question about steam world, Dick, Jason. Okay. Did it bother you that the oh, population says three and there was actually supposed to be four people in the town? 
Did you notice this? Did it bother you? Uh, actually, it didn't bother me. I just, okay. I was just like, okay. All right, I'm just making sure, because that was an issue last week when we talked about this game. He's not here to defend himself. It was. I know. <laughs> horrible, I know. horrible. I don't know how continuity of SteamWorld Dig got so fucked up. Yeah, especially from the get-go. I know. It's broken right out of the gate. Yep. There should be some kind of gate controversy about this. SteamWorld Gate? Steam Gate. Steam Gate? That sounds like we're talking about Gabe Newell's Population service. Gate. Yeah, Population yeah. Gate. There you go. Population Gate, yeah. Alright, we got this. Hashtag it, let's do it. Let's do it. I want them to be responsible for this travesty. I mean, we've already got Shirt Storm, so. Yeah. I saw that shirt, by the way. That shirt's fucking hilarious. I mean, that shirt is it? fucking dumb. I, didn't, but I, mean, I don't think I heard about this. Some scientist was wearing, like, a shirt with some, like, half-naked women on it or something. It's, it's caused a sexist controversy. You know, the internet. It was the same scientist who put the... The probe on the comet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wore that because he's kind of eccentric. And then somebody on Twitter got really upset about it. Yeah, because people on Twitter, you know, that's what they do. Dude, the guy's smart enough to put a probe on a comet. Let him wear whatever the hell he wants. Let him wear whatever he wants. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What else are you playing, Jason? Um, Well, the only other game that I... uh, that I played this past week besides the, the addiction um, was a little, uh, well, it's a little insane <laughs> WTF sort of game, and that is The Binding of Isaac. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that game, and that's, that, that's very fitting. Do you uh, like how it plays? Uh, okay, um... That's a no. Mm, uh, I, I will say this. I was having fun, kind of, sort of, while playing the game. Um, the, it is kind of stupid how you would go into a room, and as you're entering the room itself, the enemies are basically already in mid-attack formation, mid-throwing their uh, trajectiles at you. Poop. And, yeah, or poop. And you have no way whatsoever to dodge, you know, the uh, the attack um, unless you know how to do some kind of uh, game glitch or, or something. It, voodoo. Um there's lots of unfair moments, and I know this is supposed to be it's just like Dark Souls, like yeah, where where you just press the start button and it's like, nah, nah, you just got killed. Uh, I, I know they're trying to they were trying to go for this roguelike um, genre, um, but at the same time, I think the best roguelikes are the ones that each each move is a intentional move. Um, the best roguelikes are the ones that when you fuck up or you die, you know it was your fault. It was yes. your fault, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, each each action that you do is an intentional reaction, and, and it's, it's kind of like uh, like Einstein. You know, you know, each reaction positive equal reaction kind of yeah, kind of mentality. Of, no, that was nice. <laughs> that's Isaac, that's Isaac Newton. 
Holy crap. That Every was... action has a positive but reverse reaction. Equal and opposite. I Equal love our lessons on this show. It makes me feel smart. Yeah. Jason's like, fuck you both. And I'm just... Uh, <laughs> I got a part of it right. Kind of, sort of. But, uh... The poop was in the ballpark. But, yeah, I mean... <laughs> The, the, the game feels really loose. Gameplay mechanics, loose. It, it's it's kind of like... It, I mean, the traversal in, in the dungeons uh, feel like you're on ice the whole time. Well, you're on poop. Yeah. And uh, that's also... Uh, uh, let's also talk about the disturbing um, and just kind of insane uh, subject matter of the game. Do we really need to? It, it, it's kind of like 90% of its charm. <laughs> it has I charm? Mean, I didn't think it have charm at all. Well, well okay, controversy. Or uh, um, I just think it's something for the sake of being something. Yes, it's, I mean that's that's literally all I feel it is because the the imagery and the stuff that they use for that particular part of that game serves no purpose in the game itself. It's no different than you know window dressing naked women in a shooter. It's, yeah, it serves no purpose to the game other than to say, "Oh, this game's got some Jesus stuff in it, and it's real sickening." Yeah, and it's just I don't I don't know. I find no purpose in it. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it it's yeah. I I, I totally agree. Um, it, I mean, what does fighting giant piles of poop have to do with running away from your homicidal mom trying to kill you? I don't know what fighting poop has anything to do with. Period. Let alone running away from your homicidal mother. Yeah, it's just, and and I guess this game was developed by um, the same people that did Super Meat Boy. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Which that guy, he's got. I don't know. I saw yeah, him. I'll, he's the reason why I turned off Indie Game the movie. Just FYI. Yeah, I was I was going to say, um, uh, yeah, I was going to mention Indie Game the movie and be like, yeah, yeah, it's. It's de- it's definitely um how should I put this nicely the the work of a uh, a hurtful demeanor I don't know I just uh, Super Meat Boy is one of the best platformers ever made but this game is just garbage I don't know how you yeah. go from that to this Yeah and thing is there there are so many people that like to defend this game there's a lot of people that seem to love it. They, oh, yeah, yeah they, they think they, it's fucking amazing. They think it's one of the best indie games ever made. I don't see it. I play. This is the first time I played it. And yeah. I played it, I'm like, this is garbage. Like, it's a poor shooter that has these unfair elements that just kill you, and it throws randomized stuff in there that tries to make you die. But yet the shooting itself is not good enough to get around what it's trying to put against you. Yeah. It's, just, it's yeah. not a good game. It's not fun. <laughs> It's not interesting. Visually, it's not all that pleasing. No, it's not. And it's got really all. 
useless, disturbing subject matter. So I find nothing redeeming about this game. I've deleted it as soon as I played through the couple runs I did, and I'm like, I will never play this game again because it's just it's just bad. Yeah, I'm the same way. I wish I could delete it off my trophy list, but unfortunately I can't. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it just... It, it, the game feels kind of like the, the the rantings of just because you, you know the game is de- definitely uh, personal, um, it, you know. And I'm a, I remember when I was you know watching the narrative for the game, and it's like his mother w- was always watching Christian television. I I rolled my eyes and I was like, oh God, here we go, you know. The the, uh, the the crusade against against organized religion and it's a you know. it's, it's a parody on the binding of Isaac from the Bible. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. just it's it they're, they're trying to parody that like oh God told Abraham to kill his own son. Ooh, why would we follow somebody that tells us to kill our own kid? Exactly. Oh well. So anything uh, else going on? Uh, that is it. All right. What are you playing this week? This is the big week, dude. This is it. Yep. Well, um, uh, Smash Brothers is this week, right? Yep, Friday. Yep. Okay. Uh, Smash Brothers and, um, uh, some Mario Kart DLC. I can talk about that. You want to hear about that? Sure. I played a bunch of that. I had played a bunch of Mario Kart, period, because I had to re- you know, unlock everything. <laughs> so. And Jason, no, uh, no interest in Dragon Age. Uh, well, funds are extremely uh, limited. I understand. I understand. So, so he's picking Smash, which I understand. Jason being Jason, I get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I played a lot of Mario Kart this week, and I played through all of the DLC uh, with all the new characters. Man, Nintendo just makes everybody else look stupid. How many tracks? Eight. For eleven dollars, you said. Uh, eleven dollars for twelve dollars is for both packs. This one and the next one. Really? Packs individually are eight bucks. And so, which tracks were these? Were these the Zelda tracks? These? Well, no. These are uh, four. There's four remakes and four new tracks. I think. Okay. This is how it breaks down. There's two new circuits. Uh, the new tracks include a Zelda track, which is amazing. It's called Hyrule Field. Uh huh. Instead of coins, you're collecting rupees. Right. Uh, the music is playing, and it's a remix for it. It's fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of hidden stuff in it, a lot of attention to detail in that track. Uh, the Excite Bike track, though, oh, snap. It's a simple oval with a bunch of jumps that you need to time the jumps to li- just like Excite Bike. Yeah. And the song, man. It's playing the song. It's so good. So good. Um, there's also a couple new tracks that they've created. Uh, one of them's like a, you're on the back of a dragon, which is really awesome. Uh, and the other one, I think, is Ice Ice Outpost. I don't think that's a remake. I, Like I said, I don't know specifics. And then there's four remakes. One of them being Wario's, uh, Wario's Goldmine from the Wii version, which was a great track. Um, Yoshi Circuit is in there. I don't remember the other two. Uh, or no, F-Zero. F-Zero's in there, too. I was going to say, I wondered when you were going to mention the F-Zero track. Oh, it's that track would be awesome just for the music. It's Mute City. It's playing yep. the Mute City track, and in the DLC, you get an F-Zero cart, which is... Is it the Blue Falcon cart? Yeah, it is. Wait, nice. Mute City? I, I like Big Blue better. No, it's Mute City. Sorry. But, um, 
and you get three. You get, I think you get three carts. You get uh, Zelda bike, the Hyrule motorcycle. You get the F Zero cart, and I forget what the other one is. Uh, and then you get three new characters. You get Link, Tanuki Mario, and Cat Peach. So nice. All of that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Eight tracks in itself should cost you more than eight dollars. So, uh, but it's fantastic. It's it's a great addition to the Mario Kart. You know, it plays in seamlessly. It it just really makes me sad that we got to wait six months for the next pack. What really? Yeah, it's not till May. Fuck. Yeah, I went ahead and bought them both because I mean, it, really, for twelve dollars, why wouldn't you? You know, if, yeah. if you're going to buy the first one at eight dollars, why wouldn't you just bump up the next four dollars and get both of them? So that's true. But it's 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 great. Um, had a really a lot of fun going back to Mario Kart. It took me a few races to get my groove back. You know, I had to get my my jump slide and all that stuff back in order. I did play a little bit of that this week. Just uh, friends came over and they wanted to check it out. Yeah, we were going to play online, but you said you weren't buying it. So I mean, I just said I was going to hold off on it because damn, I got Far Cry. Okay, I got a, well, a 60 whenever bucks. you. Whenever you're, Whenever you get it, me and K-Dub are ready to play, because okay. that's some good stuff online. How do you guys communicate? Skype. Because uh. uh, the voice chat in Mario Kart's bonk. I mean, could I even do it? You can. It's just, it's a it's hassle. On the, it's on the Wii, like the gamepad? Yeah, there's a plug in the bottom, which I don't use my gamepad. I use my pro controller, so that would cause an issue for me. Uh. But Skype works fine for, we always put, use Skype when we're playing. Okay. Uh, what else we got going on? I played Lego Batman Three. Uh, I'm actually reviewing that. Um, it's a big game, like super big. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how else to describe it. Like levels are huge. They're like half hour to forty five minutes a piece. Um, if you're a DC fan, it's worth it just for that, because there's like 150 characters in the game. Wow. Uh, and it's also, this is the first, I think this is the first Lego Batman with full DLC. There's a season pass, which will include six extended missions. The first three are already out. Uh, one of them, you play as Jarrell on Krypton. What? Uh, one of them is the Dark Knight pack. So you get to relive the chase sequence from the Dark Knight. Uh, and the third one is the 75th anniversary where you play as a uh, 75th anniversary of Batman where you play as the Joker and Harley Quinn. Uh, and the DLC comes with all of those characters. So, like, you get Bane, Lego Bane, you get Lego Harley, you get Lego, you know, classic Joker, you get Lego Jarrell, and I forget who are the other characters in there, but there'll be three more packs after this one. I bought the season pass. I just, I was like, you know what? It's $15, and I get, like, a bunch of characters and. Not that that game needs any more content, because <laughs> it's massive. So, Sounds right. I mean, it's it's. There's nothing new about it, other than they've tweaked some things. So, if you played Lego Batman Two, one of the biggest issues I had with that game was, you know, the suits. You constantly had to find the suits in order to do uh, certain puzzles. Yeah. And in this game, once you unlock the suit, it just becomes part of your wheel. So you can just hold down like the X button and switch to that suit, right. which is very handy. Uh, they've gotten rid of the open world, so now it's just linear levels. The game does allow 
like an open hub area at one point, but it's not an open world. You can't just walk around it. And from there, you can replay missions and pick characters that you've unlocked to play older missions. It does unlock later when they get into the Lantern storyline, because you get to switch between the Lantern planets. And it opens up a little bit there, but it's almost too big at that point. So you can play, like, the Red Lanterns and... Yeah, they're all in there. Like, Atroticus is in there, Green Lantern's in there. I mean, the White Lantern's in there, Sinestro's in there. Like, they're all in there. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a huge story. Wow. I just wish they'd just make, like, not make a Lego game, but, you know, do that, but not be a Lego game. It would be almost impossible, because the Lego games are so simple to do. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, Traveler's Tales pumps out three of them a year. So... But it is really cool, especially if you're a DC fan. There's just a lot of, like, Batmite is the one that teaches you the tutorials, which is kind of funny. The collectibles in every level, you know, like in Lego Marvel, it was collect Stan Lee. In this one, it's collect Adam West in peril. And it's actually Adam West voiced. I'm sure it is him. And you can actually play as Adam West Batman. Nice. Uh, Kevin Smith and Conan O'Brien are in it as themselves. Okay. That is pretty cool. Yeah, you can Why play. Conan O'Brien? I don't know. I understand Kevin Smith, but not Conan O'Brien? I don't know. But you can play oh. as them. All right. You can play as What's Alfred. The powers? I don't What's know. The Alfred's I have, powers? I have, well, Alfred's powers is he like he can use his, uh, his food tray to block flames. Okay. And he can also dig with a shovel. So, you know, working stuff, you know, because he's a butler. I haven't unlocked Kevin Smith and Conan O'Brien, so I can't tell you what their powers are. But, yeah. I mean, it's a Lego game. If you like Lego games and you like DC Comics, buy it. If you don't like Lego games, don't buy it. It plays like a Lego game. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm just not a big Lego guy. I'm not a big Lego guy either, but I get their appeal. I totally do. Yeah. So. Uh, Most of the other stuff we were talking about, I playing a lot of Rogue, playing a lot of Unity, playing a lot of Dragon Age. Um. We talked about Call of Duty last week. Talked about uh, Wolf Among Us, which I did not get a chance to go back and play. Um, played a bunch of Dive Kick, and that sprung from Xbox Gold having it on sale for six ninety nine and Halo Master Chief Collection not working. Yep. That's what spawned Dive Kick playing. So I spent one night just playing Dive Kick. Um, that is super fun when you're playing against somebody else. Like you just get somebody in a room and you just play because it's it's not like a normal fighting game like anybody can play because there's only two buttons. So I played with K Dub and that was a pretty good time. Um, and then I finally got Master Chief Collection working a little bit last night and we played through the entirety of Halo Two. Cool from beginning to end. And to go back to what Drew said earlier, some games you just play because you're playing with your friends. Yeah, Halo Two is totally that because we were playing co-op. Man, I forgot how much so much of that campaign sucks. <laughs> that campaign is terrible at times. The missions are so boring, and the directionless—they don't tell you where to go, and it's not obvious. It's just, man, that is a bad campaign. I'm glad that one's done. I'm glad I'm finished with that one. Whew. Still haven't been able to play multiplayer too much because the matchmaking is, of course, still pretty broken. Hmm. Which is 
Man, sad. That game is. Uh, they need to. That's not a drive club, okay? That thing needs to be fixed. You don't have broken Halo multiplayer. Especially when it's one of Xbox One's tent pole titles for the fall season. Oh, yeah. That thing needs to be fixed and fixed soon. Because it's a great package. You you cannot deny its value, but it needs to work. I still have achievements that haven't unlocked. <laughs> like, if you go into the list and it shows them, like, you know how it, like, tracks the progress of an achievement? I have four achievements that are done. They say unlocking on them, but they still haven't unlocked. That's weird. Yeah, that game is broken to shit. Um, as far as what I'm playing this week, um, I have been playing Grand Theft Auto V on the PS4, but I can't talk about that until next week. Uh, I've been playing Escape from Dead Island. I can't talk about that till Tuesday. Uh, and then I'll be playing Far Cry 4. This week, I will also be playing, of course, more Dragon Age, more Unity, more Rogue, all that stuff. It's just so many games to play right now. Uh, and then the only other thing that I might play this week... What was the other game that I was going to play this week? I totally forgot. Don't know. Oh, Sonic Boom! Sonic Boom! Because they're sending me a copy of that game. Okay. A week after it came out. <laughs> if that tells you anything. But speaking of what does come out this week, Dragon Age Inquisition, it feels weird that that's just now coming out. Yeah. But only because I've been playing it for two weeks, you know. But yeah, Dragon Age comes out this week. Far Cry 4 is out this week, which uh, initial telling say that's pretty good. Doesn't have the Ubisoft technical problems <laughs> that Unity seems to have. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is out this week for both Xbox One and PS4. Uh, Minecraft, Xbox One Edition retail version comes out this week. Monopoly Family Fun Pack is out this week. Never Alone, which is a, a indie horror game, I think. Never Alone. <clears throat> uh, Rabbids Invasion is out this week. WWE 2K15. Uh, yeah, I clicked on the description for Never Alone. It just says it's a game. It's an action game developed by Upper One Games. That's all it says. Huh. So. Uh, little Big Planet is also out this week, which I did play a little bit of that, but I'm not reviewing it, so. Um, Justin will be reviewing that. And then MXGP, the official motocross video game, is out for PlayStation 4 this week. Uh, Escape Dead Island is out for PS3 and 360 and PC Adventure Time The Secret of the Nameless Kingdom is out for 360 PS3 no here we go Shadow of Mordor is out this week for the Xbox 360 and Playstation 3 interesting but the big game that I know you're there you're there Drew Hatsune Miku Project Diva F is out this week. Totally. I don't even know what that is. That's that big game that was on Letterman, dude. What? It's it's a huge game in Japan. Huge games. The the game was on... What? Yeah, the, the, the character, the Hatsune Miku character was on Letterman performing one of the songs from the game. 
It's a digital character. It was a virtual guest. It's weird. Uh, yes. Japanese stuff. Um, hey, we said Mordor's coming out this week. You know what else is coming out this week that's really weird? Watch Dogs comes out this week for the Wii U. Wow, that Finally. is really weird. Yeah, that actually happened. Yeah, it's actually coming. And then, of course, Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Oh, yeah. Is out on Friday. I think a couple people are excited about that game. Yeah, just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> Alright, let's break down a little bit of news. Um, so, the Amiibos are coming out this week, too, you know. The Ninten- How many of them are there? The Nintendo figure. I think there's five or six at launch, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And then, and then another, like, five or six come out, like, two weeks later. <clears throat> okay. Well, y'all know what Loot Crate is, right? Yeah. So Loot Crate has an exclusive deal with Nintendo. Okay. So you can subscribe to Loot Crate uh, for the Amiibo subscription. Uh, there's two options. You can pay $155 and you get 10 Amiibos, collectible mini mags, a sticker, a wristband, a cinch bag, and a t-shirt over the course of three weeks. Or you can pay $55 a week for three weeks for the same stuff. And are you guaranteed different Amiibos, or no. are they just randomly going to send them to well, you? Well, there's only so many. Um, and you're going to get all of them. There's ten at launch. Uh, Donkey Kong, Mario, Kirby, and Pikachu will be week one. Week two will be uh, Fox McCloud, Yoshi, Samus Aran, and Princess Peach. And then week three will be your t-shirt along with Luigi and Princess Zelda. So, and they also announced that uh, Captain Toad would be compatible with the Amiibos, which Mario Kart, since the latest update, has an Amiibo section on the start screen now. Interesting. Mm. Like, I just don't know what these things are going to do. They unlock content in every other game, and in Smash <sighs> Brothers, you can like create custom characters. They're really kind of useless pieces of plastic unless you really want the content that they unlock. Yeah, because that was the thing. Like when they they showed them off at like E three or something like that, they're like, you, "We can have Mario in Super Smash Brothers." I'm like, "Well, isn't he already in Super Smash Brothers?" Yeah, but the thing about Super Smash Brothers this year that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is you can customize the characters, and not just cosmetically. So, for example, you know how in Smash there are four moves: up smash, down smash, left and right smash. Right. So let's say normally Mario is when you do the down smash, it's like the breakdance kick, right? Uh-huh. Well, you can use that, or you can customize it so that it, it's the flood uh, water spray. Okay. So you can change the character moves based on the characters themselves. So you can customize their smash moves. Which is really cool, but, but I think the reason for the amiibos would be to store the particular, I guess, whatever layout you wanted to do or something. I don't know. But you can do it without the amiibo, so whatever. Um, lots of issues this week with games not working. Halo Master Chief Collection 343 Studios is working on a patch for that game. It was supposed to have rolled out this weekend, but as of last night when we tested it, it was really laggy and we still had trouble getting into a co-op game. Um, Ubisoft is also pushing out patches for Assassin's Creed Unity to fix that. Uh, it was kind of a slap in the dick when their first patch was to fix the microtransactions. <laughs> I think that's really shitty. A patch 2 is supposed to be fixing some major issues, which include being delayed at the title screen when you hit start. <laughs> is, that a, is that a glitch that you experienced, Ken? 
No, I have not experienced that one. There's also and it's also going to fix Arno falling through the world, which is another, you know, pretty regular glitch, which again, I have not seen. The only glitches that I've seen is Arno getting stuck in weird climbing animations and NPCs walking over things in the environment. Those are really the only two glitches I've seen. Um, Drive Club still doesn't work. It's now been over a month since Drive Club was released on the PlayStation 4. Its online servers still do not work. Uh, and Evolution Studios and Sony have said that since, for all the people who have stuck with them and shown their patience, they're going to give them some free DLC <laughs> for a game that doesn't Sweet. work. Sweet. For a game that doesn't work. <laughs> Enjoy your free DLC that you can't play because the game doesn't work. Yeah. That game is so fucked. Jesus Christ. Uh, the October NPDs came out this week and further proved that they're useless. Because they don't track digital sales. And I still don't think they track Walmart, do they? Uh, they have not in the past. I don't know if they do now or I not. I don't think they, they do. Okay. Um, Destiny is at number five, and I think it would be a lot higher if they included digital sales. Uh, NBA 2K15 was the number one game, followed by Smash. Followed by The Evil Within. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's weird to me. Uh, followed by Borderlands, then Destiny, uh, then Skylanders, FIFA 15, Madden 15, Shadow of Mordor, and Minecraft. Fucking Minecraft, man. All games sold better on PS4 than Xbox One. Um... Although, funny enough, the top-selling skew for Destiny was the Xbox 360. I knew it. I told you when I went to the fucking launch, I swear it was me and, like, probably ten other people getting the PS4 version. Most of the people there got the 360 version. Skylanders. You want to guess the order of those systems? Wii U first. Nope. Fuck. 3DS first. 360 first. Okay. Followed by Wii Wii. Followed by Wii U. Oh. Followed by PS3, followed by Xbox One, followed by PS4, followed by 3DS, followed by mobile. What about PS3? PS3 was after Wii U. Oh. So yeah, that's a weird thing. Uh, Madden 15 also bestseller on 360. Worst seller on Xbox One. Hmm. It was below PS4, PS3, and 360. You can't you can't figure this stuff out. You can't. It's impossible. And, and it doesn't matter. That's the no. thing is most of the stuff doesn't matter. Um I know it's some I know one person it does matter to. Some people care. He he makes a lot of videos and I like watching them cuz they're <laughs> funny. Well, according to this, Sony was again top selling console. Uh we've not got numbers for any of the systems. Oh, there's a lot of dumb people out there. They should be buying the Xbox 360. Because they have the better looking games and the better exclusives. Uh, it's also worth noting that Sunset Overdrive did not chart. <laughs> but it would have charted. Here's here's the caveat. Uh, Sunset Overdrive was the ninth best selling um, skew. Whatever yeah. that means. Me- meaning the bundle. No, no, no. Skew. The game itself. 
And the Evil Within set the record for the best-selling new survival horror IP, which that's kind of we're kind of getting into football stats at that point. Yeah, this is his fifth touchdown in a game in December against guys wearing blue. Like, seriously, <laughs> best-selling new survival horror IP. Jesus. There's only one other one that came out this year. That would be Alien Isolation. <laughs> so it beat that. But yeah. it said it beat everything. It was best all time. Well, but Alien Isolation wouldn't be considered a new IP, would it? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I guess you probably could, but it seems kind of... doesn't seem all that real. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hey, you remember that roller coaster game for the Xbox One? Anybody? Anybody? No. Scream Ride? It's got a release nope. date. It's coming out in March. Get excited. Uh, I just pooped my pants. <laughs> All right. Let's do some emails. Okay. Not a lot of news going on, but that's common for this time of year. Yeah. This one comes from Sean. It's titled The Game Awards. It says, with the announcement of the Game Awards with the full backing of the publishers and most studios, which, you know, <clears throat> before we go too far, I totally have to give a lot of credit to Jeff Keighley. He went About out. What? He he went out and does. He's doing this new award show. It's not the VGX. It's not on Spike. <laughs> he paid for it out of his own pocket. Really? Yes. He paid for this entire wow. thing out of his own pocket. I, I like that guy. Yeah. I always have. I always you know? have too. As much crap as people give him, I think he's genuine. I think he loves games, and I think he just really likes what he does. Yeah. I mean, yes, he has to do the Dorito Pope thing because that's how he makes his money. Exactly. And I he mean, he's, he's got to make money somehow, guys. And he made his money, and now he's giving it back by making his own award show that he's paying for. What's it going to be on, though? Uh, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, uh, probably Twitch. Okay. So, I mean, Apple TV, all those places. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I can only imagine that this stemmed from uh, last year's awards. What, Joe McHale having to do it because he got a DUI or some shit? <laughs> he says that, uh, okay, so back to the question is, with the full backing of the publishers and most studios, do you guys feel that we'll finally get our Oscars-type program for the developers, or do you guys feel it would just be a VGX clone? For my money, as long as they keep Joel McHale away from this, I'll be happy. <laughs> I don't think you're going to see the celebrity power this year because it's just going to be Keeley doing what he does, and I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I think it'd be fine if Keeley hosts everything. He brings developers in and talks about games and then basically just do bonus round. You know, I like watching bonus round. Yeah, there's, there's it, good it, stuff on there. Yeah, I mean, get, get some of the, you know, bring Jeff Gertzman if you want to or, and, and, and well, a couple hey, other guys. Jeff Gertzman is a judge for the Keeley Awards. Okay, then. So, just so you know. <laughs> Oh, he's always been a judge for like the VGX. Yeah, he's he's one of those people that's been around so long. You just you just take what he says. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, yeah, just do like a bonus round, but have like a whole bunch of people. I think it'll be good. I mean, if Keeley's running it and he's not tied to the sponsorship, I think it's going to be good. When's this happening? Uh, December fifth and sixth, I believe. Okay. Uh, same time as the PlayStation Experience. Which seems to be turning into a giant indie promotion thing. Oh, good. So, looks like they're going to announce a bunch more indie games and stuff. I've, I've been invited to six <sighs> different game unveils at PlayStation Experience, because I was invited to PlayStation Experience. Um, but I, of course, cannot afford to fly to San Francisco you know, <laughs> at you the know, beginning the, of the, December. This is the reason why we we bought these, you know, the PS4 or the Xbox One, is to play all these indie games right of course yeah 
fingers crossed for uh, the Binding of Isaac two. Shit. Yes. I mean, that definitely could not have been done on a 360 or a PS3. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it would have caused it to melt. I have no qualms against indie games, but Sony is, I think, taking it a yeah. little too far. At this yeah, point. yeah, I, I, I love indie games. I, I mean, uh, so they're great for th- PlayStation Plus. Thing is, uh, <laughs> thing is, uh, unfortunately, probably um, close to half of my uh, top ten this year might be indie games. Close you, to half. Let's let's talk about this though. PlayStation Plus is finally getting a disc game what for game? PlayStation Four. Injustice will be free in November. Oh right, or December. Nice. Sorry. It's December. 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 Yeah. yeah. So Injustice will be the first disc-based free game on PlayStation Four. Now they did announce January and February as well. They announced December and January. Okay. Uh, the big one in January is not technically a disc game, but it's a pretty big. It's Infamous First Light. Yeah. Uh, which is phenomenal. I and definitely I, recommend I, you play through that when it comes out. Sounds great. I loved it a lot more than Second Son. <laughs> Twitter time. So let's talk Only about one this. email, huh? Yeah, there was one from Che Morongo, but it was spam. So Che Morongo, check your email because you you send in spam. Uh, <laughs> McLovin says it's lunchtime, which means not long until the N4G podcast is ready to download, and that was on Monday. I'm glad people think about our show while they're eating lunch. That's awesome. Uh, Adam says so behind on the show, three episodes to grind today. Man, I don't know how you could listen to us ramble for six hours. Yeah, that'd be a mess. I don't. I couldn't do it. I can barely sit through this two hours. So I'm ready to go now. Shit. <laughs> uh, he also says, anyone played War Thunder on the PS4 yet? I was playing it on my PC and found I was playing with PS4 players. Neat. That's the dog fighting game, right? That's Luftwaffers. No. Luftwaffers is a flying game, yes, but I mean legitimate, like, looks, you know, realistic oh. dog fighting game. Is that, like, is it a free one or something like that? Uh, yeah, it's free to play, I believe. Oh, okay. Kind of like World of Tanks or something. Yeah, no, I never downloaded it. Because I don't care for flying games. They're just not my thing. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Anthony sends us an email, or sends us a link, uh, through the Homebrew channel on the Wii U. You can play GameCube games on the Wii U. Uh, the application is called Nintendon't. <laughs> nice. can be installed in Wii mode of your Wii U. Uh, complete the emulated memory cards and customizable controls that even allows you to play your games with the Wii U Pro Controller DualShock 3 and more says installing Nintendo may or may not have negative consequences no shit any kind of stuff like that's always possible to be bad I have a GameCube, so I'm cool. And if I want to play Wii game or GameCube games in HD, then I will go out and buy what? What's a Wii now? Like sixty bucks? Just buy like an old school Wii that has the backwards compatibility. Yeah, but I mean that's not in high definition. You can play through component cables. Oh, you can. Yeah, because the Wii has component cables. Huh? How so, much yeah. are they? <laughs> what component cables? Yeah, for the Wii they're cheap. They're like oh. five, ten bucks. It's which game, one was the one? GameCube, you can't get component cables because they're fucking like two hundred fifty dollars. 
They, 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 so the GameCube was technically in high definition at one time? 480p. It's not high definition. It's just right. progressive. But yeah, it's all the PS2, uh, Xbox, and GameCube all did progressive scan. Gotcha. So uh, the Xbox was the only one that did 720p, I think. Because PS4 maxed at 480p, if I'm correct. Wasn't there only a few games, though? That yeah, did? there's not very many games that did the full high definition. Yeah. So... You mean PS2, by the way. If, oh, if somebody on the internet yeah. chops out that thing and hears you say uh, PS4 only does 480p, there's no reason why. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Please chop it out, because I can't possibly be that fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, Adam also wants to know, how far are you into Supernatural now? Is it, now? Is it still good? To be honest, back on Season 2, all my current shows are now on no time. I, I finished what was on Netflix. I, I got up through Season 9. I have not started 10 yet. Um, I'm following through through Season 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting because Sons of Anarchy has three episodes left, and I want to finish that. Uh, and that's about the only TV I'm watching right now. I quit watching Walking Dead. Um, oh really? Yeah, I got out of it. My wife watched the last one by herself, and I'm I'm I am not missing it at all. So, but I, yeah, I'm gonna wait on Supernatural, Flash, and Arrow until at least they get to fall break because I like having at least ten episodes to watch. Nice. So that's just kind of how I roll. Sons is the only one I wanted to watch because it's huge. It's the final season. I want to see how it ends because I think that might be up there in like my favorite shows of all time. This is so damn good. So, three more episodes of that. I'm going to be sad when it goes, but fuck, that's a great show. Can't wait to see how it ends. Uh, but yeah, Supernatural's still good. Uh, seasons 8 and 9 are, were fantastic. Yeah. Season 7, eh. That was where it dropped off. Yeah, that was, bad, that was a bad season. <laughs> it's just, the, the, the villains were shit. Uh, and the, the storyline broke away from what made the show good in the first place. Yeah. Although it was kind of funny, I looked on IMDb uh, at a episode description from the new season, and I was like, "Really? I I could I could write the episode descriptions for every season of Supernatural because there's going to be one where they're hunting a clan of werewolves, and there's one where they're hunting a a nest of vampires. <laughs> it's like every season we're going to get that episode. Yeah, it's kind of funny." Oh, but no, I'm looking forward to picking it back up, especially how season nine ended. I'm interested to see where that uh, that particular storyline goes. And I like having several episodes because I hate getting into a show and then watching one episode. Like I didn't start watching Sons until I think there were six episodes in, so it hasn't been too bad. Uh, Anthony says, how has Ken been liking his Vita TV? What games have you been playing on it? And Drew, awesome talk on The Last Phoenix Down. Yeah, that was a good show. The one with uh, with Justin. Justin. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. What did you guys talk about? Old school. Mario 64 was a great conversation that they had. We talked about that. We talked about how... He was playing Punch Out when he was a little kid, and it was past his bedtime. His dad busted in and scared the shit out of him. Love those and how, how my mom bought, got me Who Framed Roger Rabbit because I was a dumbass and picked it, and that game was horrible. Yeah, that that was a bad choice, Drew. <laughs> I, I was a kid, and hey, what was popular back then? Who fucking framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, you of know course. what? I, I had a similar situation where I talked my mom into buying me the Super Nintendo version of Home Alone. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was probably one of the worst things I'd ever talk my mother into buying me. Yep. That game was pretty bad. And I played it. You know, I sat there and I played that song. We, I bounced on we, the bed and jumped on the spiders. Yeah. We had to. Because it would be another eight months before we got another game. <laughs> like, yeah, just like spent 50 bucks. On, you don't go home after your mom spends 50 bucks on a game and go, I don't like this. Can, can I get something else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to play Home Alone. Yeah, you play it and you like it. <laughs> Uh, as for his question about the Vita TV, I'm going to be real honest. It still ain't hooked up. Since the last time I moved my systems around. I hooked it up when I bought it, and I toyed around with it for probably about an hour. And I haven't touched it since. It's kind of the busy season. No. So, you know, it's not time to go back to my uh, PlayStation Vita games on my backlog right now. So... Not to mention, I think the only thing I really want to play through Soul Sacrifice is not compatible yet. Uh, and I want to play through Persona 4 Golden. But that's going to be a time when i got a lot of time to play games. Yeah, that'll be summer. Yeah, because that's not a game I'm going to play in the thick of the fall rush. <laughs> that rivals Dragon Age Inquisition in length. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not playing that right now. Uh, he says, P.S. Finishing up Freedom Wars uh, so I can move on to Tales of Hearts R. I can't wait to try GTA 5 in first person. <laughs> I played GTA 5 in first person this weekend. I'm not going to say anything else. It's interesting. Uh Oh, and the Mario Cat DLC. Love it. Can't wait for more. Nintendo's doing DLC right. Indeed they are. Indeed they are. Uh, Nivex says, hi guys, I wish GTA 5 had story DC- DLC like GTA 4, uh, so I'll wait. Good on Rockstar for issuing an early warning for the servers. Yeah, that, uh, the patch is up. Uh, I don't think that's any secret. The patch is already up, which was going to be a day one patch. Which, like I said, that's not news anymore. A game not having a day one patch is news. So. I'll be interested to see how GTA Online holds up. I'm wondering how well this will sell. Not that I think it's going to sell bad. I just wonder how much it's going to sell. Am I the only one here? Nope. No. <laughs> We're just, We're listening. Nope. I'm just listening enraptured. I guess. I think it was that I'm interesting. Uh, uh, Spana says, if on paper the PS4 is superior to Xbox One, why are games emerging now that the PS4 is struggling to maintain parity on frame rate? CPU versus GPU. That's your short answer. That's a very good answer. Uh, but but again, these systems are so close in spec that these things are going to happen. There were games that ran better on the PS3 than the 360, and the 360 was infamously known for being a better system to program games on. Yeah. I mean, it, it just happens. There's going to be anomalies. Is most of the time it going to run better on PS4? Probably. Is sometimes it going to run better on Xbox? Sometimes. It depends on the developer. Yeah, and you. what they're doing with the game right. itself. I mean, there are certain things the PS4 can do better There's certain things. We should just be thrilled that they're this close and not far apart like they were last gen where we got stuff like Bayonetta on the PS3 or Skyrim on the PS3. We don't ever want that ever again. No, I don't want to play Skyrim broken again. Parity is a good thing. When the consoles can pump out the same and let's say the PS4 gets that 
bump in 1080 resolution, that's a good that's a good development. That's a good thing. So, um, John says, has anyone been using SharePlay? I keep meaning to do this with you, Drew, to test it out, to record a video or something. No. Um, is it as good as I've been hearing? I haven't had the opportunity to try. I've heard it's great from people who have used it. Is it is it time? Or, it's an hour. Is, it's an hour. You only get an hour. You get an hour. I mean, you can start right back up after the hour right. ends, but yeah, it's it's an hour. I wonder why they did it that way. Just made it an hour. Uh, so that you don't just play through the whole game, you know. So, so that essentially, so that like I don't say, "Hey, Drew, I've got Dragon Age. Let me log you into Share Play, and then you can just play while I walk away." Like yeah. it, it cuts you off after that hour, so that I have to come back and manually do something. Uh, which that's another piece of news I saw was a bunch of games are starting to block it. Yeah, yeah GTA Five blocked it, right? Uh, I think GTA Five is going to block it. I think FIFA Fifteen blocked it. Uh, Call of Duty blocked it. So it's I mean it's it's not blocking per se. It, developers have the ability to not implement it. It's it's a choice. It's not a system level requirement. So. But no, I, I keep meaning I, to try that. I do know that, uh, and I can't really talk about it, but I know that uh, WWE 2K15 supports it. <laughs> I wonder why you know that. Because <laughs> I know somebody who's mad they didn't get their copy this weekend. <laughs> I do know that. Uh, Mookie says, have you guys tried Wasteland 2 or Divinity Original Sin? I have played Divinity Original Sin. You're probably the only one on the show that's played either one. Yep, I have not played Wasteland. Yeah, I, I've not played either one, and I Divinity sounds cool, but that game sounds way too involved for me. It, it it's almost too involved for me, and I'm a big RPG player. It's it's in the same vein as those classic like Baldur's Gate Bioware games, where they're really hardcore, yeah. and you know you really have to be paying attention, and it's it, you know it's like. It, Instead of telling you exactly where to go, you have to actually listen, read the dialogue, and say, "Okay, there's hints to where I probably need to go." Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have that anymore. It's, and it's not from a lack of wanting to; it's from a lack of. A lot of times when I play games, I play them on mute or with headphones because my son is playing in the room with me, and you know I can play games that have profanity as long as he can't hear them. So, that's usually the way I play. So, um, Blue Apple Blue only sent one tweet. He said he had a question, but he's going to hold it back because it's Shigeru Miyamoto's birthday. He's 62. Okay. 62. 62. Uh, finally, Creed, not the rock band. <laughs> Damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, says when can it's Creed and Raid, but he says when can we expect to see a true trailer for Zelda U? I'm gonna tell you E3 2015. Yeah, probably. So, They're gonna stay quiet about that game for a long time. Yeah, it's gonna be a little while before we see somebody actually playing that game, but I think that's how Nintendo steals the show at E3 in 2015. Just have somebody walk out on stage and start running through that world. Yeah. Because that's all you got to do. You just got to run through that world. An open world Zelda game, that will get attention. I mean, all the 3D Zeldas are kind of, all, all the Zeldas are kind of open world. Mm-hmm. 
in a sense. I mean, yeah, but you a still got to go to the open world. Yeah, but I mean, you, you, I mean, you still have to go to this dungeon first and shit like that. But I mean, Skyrim's kind of the same way. You know, you you've got to go here first to to yeah, do all this. Stuff. No, you really don't. You could drop into Skyrim. And, Man, excuse, excuse me. Walk all the way to the other side of the level. You can do that. Like in Zelda, you can't go straight to the Goron dungeon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Length Between Worlds was the first time that allowed you to do that. And I think that was a smart way to do that. And, and that's the problem with Zelda. Zelda's dungeons are tied to the weapons. Um, right. But it, at the same time, you always got that weapon in that dungeon. So it was just a way of progressing the game. So I, I don't know. I'm yeah. interested to see this Zelda because the first footage they showed of it looked absolutely phenomenal. And the Wii yeah, U yeah. has a very... Nintendo has a way of making things look really good on the Wii U. Like, I find it hard to find games that I think aesthetically are as pleasing as Mario Kart 8 or New Super, Mar- or Super Mario World 3D or even Smash Brothers. Like, those games just look so, like, so good. Yeah. So, I'm really excited to see a Zelda like that. We always said we wanted Zelda on the new systems, but... This is this is probably going to be about as close as we get to that because it's going to look pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's all the tweets. It's all the emails. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to tweet us, you can tweet the show at N4G Podcast. Uh, you can also follow us all individually. Uh, Ryan is at our Wombold. Drew is at DML Fury. And Jason is at Gambus Con. Uh, you can follow me on the site at ztgd. And looks like we got about one more week of this craziness, and then a couple tricklers in December. Uh, we got Captain Toad and the crew and the new Laura Croft game all dropping in December. But other than that, it should be pretty quiet until February. And I am okay with that. Me too. I need to sit down and play these games. Phoenix Down is going to take a week off. Uh, to get ready for Dragon Age, but we will be back. So Resident, week Evil, after. Resident Evil's done. Resident Evil's done. Taking a week off this week and then straight into Dragon Age. Yep. So okay. your Christmas Phoenix down will be Dragon Age. And also, <laughs> you know, as soon as this week passes through, and I don't necessarily think that anybody's going to put the crew or Lara Croft or Captain Toad on their game of the year list, but that's something you need to start thinking about. I've been thinking about it. Because uh, we're going to do that probably late December, early January. Rattle off our top ten games of the year. I'm trying to get everybody on here. I'm going to get Sophie on here, too. I want Yeah, everybody. Everybody. We'll just get everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Find everybody. a time that... Or, or even do two shows. We could do that, yeah. Half and half or something. I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. And if some people can't make the show... Then we'll do like we did with Dave last year and read his list on the air. <laughs> Turned to a little German there for right there. That's the way it's going to be. <laughs> That's not That's German. That's not German. <laughs> that was not German. I don't know what that was. I don't, does it matter? No. It's not supposed. It's whatever it has to be. Okay. But That's it. That's the show. <laughs> do Oglethorpe. <laughs> It's the Universal Monster. <laughs> wow, that's straight up Arnold. Uh, he is kind of Arnold. 
His voice is kind of Arnold. It has a little bit of a lisp. It's got a little bit. You could just probably poke him with the pillow. Impossible. Oglethorpe. Uh, Oglethorpe? Yeah, from, from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah, one of the Plutonians. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it can only be killed by stabbing him in the heart. With the blade of Zumakai. <laughs> I love that that's in fucking Diablo. It is in Diablo. And it's hilarious. Blizzard's good about that, though. They got all kinds of weird little things here and there. So next week, we'll be talking about uh, GTA, Far Cry 4, all the big games we couldn't talk about this week, WWE, 2K15. Yep. All the big stuff we couldn't talk about this week. You got Anybody got anything else? Jason, you've been quiet for a while. Did you fall asleep? No, I'm, I'm attentively listening. You're supposed to be attentively talking. You're not listening to the show. You're you're participating. Strong, silent type. Yes. You know, people tune into the show for you. And you alone. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, That'll get them through another couple weeks. Yeah, that will. They got their they got their game configs. Mario Kart and Smash Brothers. That's a lot of Nintendo for one week. You know that? Yep. Uh, lots of games going on. Yep. It's awesome. Exciting. It's awesome, but at the same time, like, I don't have time for it. <laughs> oh, no. I've got three, four big open world games sitting here, and I still want to go back to Lords of the Fallen, and I want to finish The Wolf Among Us, and so much other shit. Yeah, I got Mordor to do. Mordor's not that long, though. Yeah, that's true, but it's an open world game. You it know it is, but you can mainline it in ten. That's why I'm glad, like, Rogue is eight hours. That's awesome. <laughs> I can finish it. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. So if there's nothing else, then I'll just let Gambus do his thing, and we'll. Well, I'm hungry, so I'll go eat. Alrighty then, and it goes something like this.